on the seventh day, God created the right man and said, go forth with your full head of hair, my son. So church on a Sunday, as Righty will be preaching the good word of football any given Monday. Yeah, we're going. Nice. How's things? Good. Nice and sweaty down here. That's the spirit. Dano, we're back again. <laughs> Just getting Facebook Live going strong. So, Righty, you're, you messaged me from the airport. Yep. And you you found out about the Cabra Nines at the airport or? I, just before I left for the airport, they canned it. Yeah. With their heat wave. Okay. It was 40 plus degrees. Yeah. But you, but you still went down there? Yeah, we already had tickets. We ended up playing a few games in the women's. Okay. So, yeah, with Latin Heat women's, we played against Malta and Philippines, which was good. And Robbie Bergen was keen to go forward with it because some girls had paid for a couple of flights to get there. So if we would not go through with it, there could be ramifications in the future where they think, this is a shit show, I'm not turning up, I'm, I don't want to come back and be involved. But we got to play, all the girls dug in. It was, was it fucking hot? It was ridiculously hot. I don't know how they played. Did they have like two-minute two break intervals? or No, we played... Two eight-minute halves and a half-time. It was ridiculous thinking. <laughs> then in unofficial capacity, uh, Taz, you know Taz Batiri? Yeah. Taz Batiri refed him. He was there. Okay. Of course. And Philippines and Vietnam tried to play like a similar style game afterwards. They canned it after one half. Like yeah. It was too hot. Just called it. It was ridiculous. What else did you get done down there? Uh, that was uh, nah, that was basically it. With when it got canned, I uh, caught up with me and Rob. Went out for a few beers that night, and I went to Coogee and walked about ten k's on Sunday Arvo before I flew home. Yeah, it was good. And I'm, uh, I'm, I met Lee Addison. He came up and introduced Did himself you? and had a chat to me. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, was that awkward as shit? Yeah, man, it was. <laughs> <laughs> and he goes, "I know your face." <laughs> and he came oh, up yeah. and he had a chat and. It was all right, and yeah, he was there in the bar, but that was a thing. Like, disappointing they had to can it the day before. Like, if there were heat wave conditions predicted, you could have done this two, three days out. Mm-hmm. I just hope it doesn't affect uh, teams wanting to participate in it next year, well, getting worried about the same thing happening, because yep. there had to have been teams already heading to Sydney for the book fight. Can't they, can they run it? Because there's no... Later re- on. Yeah, because, but you, you're, um, like, pushing into... You've Critical got no, times yeah, in you can't competitions. With club, yeah, with um, club trial games, pre-season stuff, you couldn't have just done it a week later. The same, You wouldn't have got the same participants. Everyone had organised for that weekend. Some people said they should have done it the weekend before Australia, on Australia Day weekend. Teams wouldn't have participated for certain reasons then. You know, that was their weekend. It was just unfortunate this year that it couldn't go ahead, but it'll be bigger, back bigger and better than next year. Had, I think, uh, six teams in the women's and 32 teams in the in the men's so big and that was without some of the sides like the USA putting in a side so hopefully the USA Tomahawks could return for 2021 yeah. bit of a cameo off the off the bit of a cameo appearance get some of the boys back well yeah I had um I had a few of them up here on the weekend the Howies were up 
so Howie's were up. So we went out Friday night with um, they met up with John Owen Box and um, Maddie Peterson came up as well. Oh, 2013 reunion. Yeah, yeah. So and Cantoni was there as oh, well. Was he? Yeah, yeah, that would so have been good. It was pretty sweet. Um, fuck man, Maddie. Like Maddie's just recovering from a double hip replacement. So he got both hips replaced. And this, man, the stories he tells me about the recovery from that are fucking hilarious. Like, he's so swollen. His butt so swollen like Kim Kardashian's ass. And then his thighs are so, like, full as well that when he when he would sit, like, go to the butt, like, take a shit, that he couldn't even get his, like, penis down into the bowl. He had to just hold, like, the jar and also take a crab. He goes, it was so, he got so embarrassing. done at the same time. Yeah. Holy shit. Yeah, they must both, have been both bad. at the same time. Yeah, he said it was, it was pretty funny because the way he told me was, one doctor said, oh, you might need a, a, a hip surgery or a hip replacement, but we'll try to get around it with physio. Yep. And then... And then he goes to a specialist and he's like, nah, bro, you need double hip replacement. He goes, but I'm 38. And that's all from footy injuries. Yeah. Just yeah. Well, oh, well. And yeah. um, some degenerative yeah, condition. Yeah. Uh, you just think it's wear and tear because in that 2013, he carried a knee injury through it. Like, yeah, he looked like he was a busted, like yeah, but, last you know, Yeah. But, and uh, so he was more worried about that. And then his hips said, he said his hips just came up. Out of nowhere, and then now he's gone back to the specialist. He's like, oh, I might as well sort this knee out. <laughs> he's like, oh, I'll get the ACL sorted. And the specialist is like, mate, you need a knee replacement. <laughs> Before you're 40. Yeah. That's horrible. Plenty going on in league this week, eh? Yeah, how you been? What, what did you do over the weekend, Dana? Oh, I got up to a bit. Like, um, had a few... Little events around town, a few friends going away parties. Chisler just moved back home to Blackhall, so he left Sunday. So we oh, had a yeah. bit of a drink for him on Friday and a, another mate's birthday on Saturday. So I went there for a bit of a drink, but nothing too crazy. I was getting up early every morning playing golf, so I wasn't really out and about too much. But What, over the weekend? Yeah, so I played golf um, Saturday and Sunday, so I sort of oh, okay. kept my nights quiet and tried to stay off the piss a bit. Yeah, Had a few big ones the last couple of weeks, so I was like, yeah. Keep it a bit more calm. Yeah, I actually had to recover from our last podcast. I was feeling so. Funny. Yeah, the studio looks a bit different from the way we left it last yeah. time. Fuck. This looks a lot cleaner. I wonder if Jado is awake yet. Nah, he'd still be pushing Zed somewhere, <laughs> snoring like fuck too. <laughs> well, because like, I was sitting here and the sun's coming up, and I was like, "You motherfuckers got to go." Yeah. And then they they went out. Um, him and Liam walked out, and I quickly just sprinted into bed, dive into bed, try to go to sleep as quick as I can. I Didn't think you I, have to go up the coast or something? Yeah, uh, yeah, I had to go. To, no, back to Addo's and then up the coast. So I had to, I had to do a cashy that whole day and then back up the oh, coach. Okay. And, I, and I went out and had some drinks with the Howies that night as well because they were staying up at Noosa. Yeah, I saw that on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah, nice. Oh, nice. Nice catch up. Yeah, plenty of rugby league stuff. Ryan James, second yeah. ACL. Poor bastard. Oh, yeah. He was prime for it. He was looking good too. He was really interested. He looked interested. He looked like he'd found his love for the game again after the first recovery. He's, there was an interview of him saying his knee's back to 100% and he's ready to go. And then wouldn't have been two days later, he's bloody had a training incident where he's just done the exact done the same ACL, same injury. The poor bloke would be shattered. Yeah, and, and we ben, all know how good a player he was. He was yeah, a, a tri-scoring machine too. Bees dick off Origin, you know. Unlucky not to have got a run uh, yeah. in Origin by now and yet gets the, gets the old uh, well second ACL. He? He's got to be... He'd be, uh, what would he be? Going on 30, 30 surely. Be close to 30. 
he was playing in like the, I think it was the second or third year of uh, the twenties comp. So what was that? Twenty ten. So he's yeah, twenty eight. Yeah, twenty eight. It says there. Twenty eight. Yeah. yeah. So after bloody two ruptured ACLs. Fucking hell! Like you'd think that his whole next year's ruined. So you're thinking coming back at twenty nine thirty from a from an ACL. Mental scars mm, are big too. Yeah, mental scars wouldn't help him. Probably get another surgery and end up getting a double hip replacement. Yeah, it's almost as bad as that, really. There's a bit of a bit of a downside. There's a lot of players picking him up. A lot of players who play Supercoach were looking at him for next season because yeah. he was their gun and he was price was low. I had him in my side, my Supercoach side, until I heard about the news and it's devastating. Yeah, that Rushing. that really broke my heart when I found out that for all you poor Dungeons and Dragon clowns, yeah. oh fuck that shit is dull as duck shit. Old Supercoach when people. I play if you play it, everyone's into it, and dickheads use calls like, "Oh, but he doesn't score that well on Supercoach." When you say a bloke's a good player, yeah, and the first thing is, we, this is so. Do you don't you don't Supercoach? I fucking hate it. I reckon it's ridiculous. It takes a bit of time, doesn't it? It does. I I never thought I'd, I'd play be... fantasy football okay. before I'd play that. And we're talking about getting a fantasy football league up All right. next year. It's in the, the same NFL. sort of thing, but but yeah, is it with, with fantasy, Kenya, you got to wait to like a trading week. Yeah, yeah, you got to wait. You, like same as in Supercoach. Like okay. when I first got into it, I never thought I'd like it. I thought it'd take too much time and all that sort of stuff as well. Then Lucas got me into it about four or five years ago, and since then, I since my first season, I can't not play it. I like. When obviously when the season finishes, I can't wait for it to open up so I can pick my team in for next oh, really? year and go like, and then I'll sit there for hours sometimes and just look at look at my side, get and it, through it. Is it a gambling thing as well? You can do like I play in a, in a money league with my old housemate, so we all put some money up, and then the winner of the comp just takes all. And you can you can join money leagues where you buy in can be up to three hundred bucks or something, and then like every week if you if you win the week you get a thousand bucks from Supercoach, and if you win the whole comp you win fifty grand. So there's, you can do it with mates and stuff and make it fun like gambling, but it's more bragging rights and stuff too, so get a chance to get one over. Twitter is filled with keyboard warriors bagging people because they didn't score well on Supercoach. Yeah. Oh, how is him only getting 14? What do, you, what do you say to those guys? Oh, I don't have any of them. I try to avoid those pole smokers like the fucking plague. They're like the fuckers who have never played the game never bruised an eyelash and just want to sit back and hack on everybody and have a name like uh, Mark Offerdale. Johnny 54 like something oh, yeah. like that you know there's a lot of them but it is super popular it's grown and it is based on fantasy footy in the states yeah. so big thing on do that do you get to get well, at the start of it do you get together and you kind of do a draft thing you can do a draft like there's there's two options you can either do a draft league or you can do a classic so your draft is where you do that like your typical, every, you come in, you have a serpentine routine, you, you draft your side. Yeah. Or you can pick classic where you get given the salary cap and you go through and pick your side, which is fucking extremely difficult. Because yeah. do, you you have, get, do you have dynasty like in thing, like where you hold on to players nah, for certain seasons? Nah. They have that in um, fantasy. Yeah. I can imagine how that would like be. A, fucking, there's a lot of NRL dudes who play in these big leagues, and like you said, with decent buy ins yeah, and things like yeah. that. You can imagine how much, how fucking hard that'd be to do that sort of stuff. Like, yeah, and you've got to have on. a commissioner of those leagues to keep everything legit and mm. all that, trading players and that. I know Daily Cherry Evans, Ben Hunt and that, they're all massive. There's into a lot the of fantasy. NRL players that are well into it. Big into See those boys got stuck in the elevator yeah, today? Yeah, No. Cherry Evans was stuck in the elevator. So, so who was it? It's the Queensland Emerging Squad. Oh, yeah. They're at training and they're at their um, hotel in the elevator 
um, cut out. Cut out. Yeah. And so there was like eight of them, was eight it? Eight or nine. Where were they saying? Um, in the city or they yeah, out there? Was, I, yeah, I think remember. it was in the city. Um, they normally say, what's that? Gardens out there near Mount Cravat, like um, just over the road from the uni. Yeah. Uh, something gardens. And that motel always gets a lot of cup teams out of town staying there and a few NRL ones. Yeah, I'm not sure of the full story. I just heard it brush my ears as I was cleaning up the Savia on the news. And, uh, yeah, and they had their phones out obviously filming and this, the way that they're filming, it looks like they're in a fucking sauna. And then because yeah. all the boys have de-kitted. Oh, yeah. And they're, and they're, yeah, they're in it, they were in it for like an hour and a half. Yeah. Would have been real good if you were claustrophobic getting yeah, stuck in there. Yeah, you'd be freaking out. Uh, here we are. So six, six of them, six Origins, six Origin Maroon players. They it would have been. They said they're having like panic attacks and shit because they're would do. they all sweet. Oh. And, t- and then someone was like, "Oh, but how long do you reckon the air in here is going to last?" <laughs> and they start freaking out. Oh. Who was in there? I just saw it was Daly, uh, Callum Ponga, Joy Arrow, Arrow. Uh, Brimson. All these fucking sites. You've got to yeah pay money to get oh. onto to read the paper. Yeah, nearly all of them. They used to give you a few free articles, but not anymore. Nope. Nope. What do you boys think about the Super Bowl? Oh well, Mahomes talk about he was he went through a period where he was having a shocker where he threw those couple of picks, and then within that pass play where he hit Tyreek Hill for fifty, that just turned the whole momentum. He found his mojo. I don't know if he was MVP, yeah, but he he came good, and um, Jimmy G he was the reverse. He was getting he was winning the battle then, and then he start he never looked like getting him out of trouble. They they made the big plays when it counted at the end, and unfortunately for the Forty Nineers faithful, they died off like in that fourth quarter. Yeah, it was a stage where you hadn't seen Tyreek Hill for about three. Qu- Two quarters, two and a half quarters. Then he made some big plays. I know you notice. I notice Kelsey a lot as well. Like yeah. obviously he get he gets that t- that um, TD. Yeah, and he they threw to him a couple of times. They marked the secondary marked up on him when they lost Tyreek Hill. They were in like um what they call a zone coverage, and someone misread it like and didn't because they'd marked up on him pretty well for a couple of quarters. Yeah. And then they just blew the coverage. He got that, and that just kick-started that offense, and then they got in and got ahead. They, they really needed to dig in there and at least force them to a field goal to lock it up to keep the arm wrestle. But when they got that head of steam, then the D forced a three and out, and boom, they were just on top and yeah. just powered over the top of them, unfortunately. It was a good, it was a good game. Like, yeah, I thought so. Yeah, and, and Mahomes throwing two picks, and he has an all-postseason. It's funny that how some blokes can shake that off. Brady, someone like that, those experienced gunslingers can throw some picks and not worry. Where I thought this is his first time in the big dance and you can see it was rattling him a bit, but yeah. he had the confidence to back that army. That that 40, 45 metre pass that he threw to Tyreek Hill, that was ridiculous. And he didn't, he still had more in it. Like, holy shit. Yeah. Tyreek Hill, see that? Tyreek Hill talking about trying to make the US national ta- uh, track team. Gonna tr- gonna trim down in the off season to try and make um, that. Then be interesting. He's fucking lightning quick. Whether he'd be whether you can compare him to sprinter quick, but he'd be right up there. He was a track star in college. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. So keep your eye on Tyreek Hill. So and man, Mahomes is what is he twenty four? 
Yeah. 24 MVP and now fucking Super Bowl. Yeah, that's the first time they've won in 50 years. They won one 50 years ago. Super Bowl four. Yeah. Super Bowl four and the first time that coach has won, isn't it, too? Yeah. And yeah. he's, yeah, after Andy coaching Re- for 20 years. Re- yeah, first time. Yeah. Yeah, so things turn around like that. There's a few um blokes jumping ship in the NRL, too, like Adam Dewey, a green <laughs> go to fucking... Segways. In yeah, the no. NRL? Yeah, in the NRL. Like, Dewey going to... It's a big to, um, contract for Adam Dewey. He's yeah, he's really, got the money he wanted. Like, not really a tried and tested player, but I thought he um he was good last year. But um, for the Tigers to come out and give him, what, 550 a year or whatever they're giving him, it's pretty good money. He'll probably he'll start at fullback, you'd think. Yeah, and probably kick goals for him too, I imagine. Yeah, he's now. got plenty of game. I know the rugby boys were keen on him. Mm. There, that's a thing too, and they got... Uh, BJ Leilua to go there with his brother with mm. Luciano so that more, if they can keep Leilua's head on that's the big thing he's your, he's your strike he's your X factor when, when when the game's on the line and when he's got his head on his shoulders yeah, yeah. like can, that's what they need blow. like you're not finishing ninth some of those games that you that you let slip away you need that like you know what I mean you need a guy like him but in saying that when he's when he's making errors and giving away dumb penalties, that's yeah. the last thing you need too. Yeah, and he can do that frequently too. So sometimes you sometimes you watch him play and you think, "Fuck, the ultimate what is rocks and diamonds." Yeah. So, but you've got to take a chance on those X factors. See, Maguire's not going to tolerate. He's pretty dis- big on the discipline. So, like, he's going to. You have to bring your A game when you go there. You're not going to be able to breeze in and just live on what you've done in the past. Yeah. Because he'll just. He'll shunt you to and there's competition up. for spots too. Like he, Adam Dewey's not walking into a vacant spot. Corey Thompson was pretty close to their player of the year last year, and he's an effort player. So if you're not performing, I'm sure Maria yeah, won't he'll have just move won't him have back. Any. He'll move him from the wing back to fullback. Yeah, Tom will. Thompson's fucking a goer. He's all energy, all effort upon effort. His only thing I, I don't know. Dewey's probably got better hands than him. Yeah, Thompson's tough. Too like he'll keep turning up. So is Dewey doing he, stuff. He, he just, has um he Thompson has a little drama under high balls at times because I remember when they were looking for a Queensland fullback, they threw it up um like someone suggested on Facey to Shannon Gallant, ex Cowboy, and ex West Tigers. He goes about playing uh, jo- pick Corey Thompson, and he said, "Mate, I think he's got to work on his bomb catching a bit more before he'd be up at that level." And his and size is very small. He'd get yeah. Like, he he might be tough as, but that arena has broken many good players. Like mm. like um, Nathan Merritt was a fantastic finisher, a fantastic club player, and by the time he got a game early on, he ran into that rampaging Queensland side, and he just got absolutely schooled up. Like you know, they thought that they tested him out. There was one time him and Inglis were contesting the ball. He got just shunted out of the way. Things like that. Like, you you can go in there and get broken. You know, your spirit's broken pretty quickly. Anyway, uh, what else we got going on the league? Well, ah, any, did anyone watch any of the Wolfpack? Nah, but it comes into a few of our questions. So, like, for Alex Wheeler and... um. There's a few boys that asked about it. What, what, oh, what you thought re- about it? Did you... I did I watched see a replay. I, I watched the a replay on KO the Sarlo. Yeah. And then so that what was the? Did Sunny Bill come off the bench? Yeah, yeah. Came he came off, off the bench. bench Twenty-one yeah. jersey. Okay. And is this the official Super League site? Yeah, must Super be. Super League. Doc, that's the, that's and they the, can't even have fucking photos. photos. They don't even have a photo of SBW. Who and there's a photo of him everywhere. 
Yeah, as I'll close say, as the man at the pubs. I'll say me. one thing. Okay, watching them, they're off the pace at the moment. They they have 29 games, but the thing is they've only got a 23-man squad. So they've got to upscale pretty quick because their next three games are Salford, who were in the grand final last year and got they got towed up by St. Helens on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, They go to Wigan. And then they go to Warrington, who both won. Wigan were prelim last year and Warrington made the finals. So they've got a hard start. The thing with him is he's copped a bit of criticism from some of these keyboard warriors, probably upset about him in the yeah, super super yeah, yeah, probably upset about super coach, yeah. And then, you know, same blokes who take their cousins to dates and shit like that. Okay, good on you, boys. <laughs> Going well. Um, all the best with all that. And. Of course, he's going to be underdone. He hasn't played league for five years. He had a disrupted preseason where he was in Australia till uh, after Christmas, and then he was going to go back in a couple of games. He's going to go back for the birth of his um for the birth of his. I think it's his fourth child, third mm. or fourth child. It's going to take a little bit of time, but it looked the whole. There was one time he was doing a tip on. He was running a block shape from tip on. He was the ball player, the bloke running the lead. Didn't get through. Didn't get through properly. The ball and the ball hits him and goes a pear shape. Yeah. A couple of knock-ons. He got dodgy as fuck passes. That's the thing. As a unit. And did he try like shitty a couple no, of shitty a, offloads? Or? No, he did a couple no. of real good ones. Okay. He was doing good things. It's just he made a few errors. Yeah. But if you look at him, even when he was in the NRL. He had two or three errors a game in him because yeah. he has that. He he goes for those. Um, big plays, which he has the skill to execute. And that's the thing. And, like, even even there was a thing on the weekend, Blake's were saying, well, with uh, ta- uh, tackle efficiency, his was bad because he hits Blake's. That's when he was in the yeah. NRL. thing with this is, too, like, when you're not getting the right service, and some of those blokes, they're championship players, not not uh, Super League players. And who they get beat by? Castleford, they were pretty solid. They were... Their, one thing I noticed was their pack was making heaps of metres. Darth Lussick, he didn't play. They they missed him a bit. But it's just execution when they were getting into good ball. Some of those halves, like, McCrone did some good things, but he threw some fucking wounded ducks and that at times, like, missing the mark by away, like, yeah. you know, things like that. Like, it's like Dane. Dane. Dane, you'd struggle to throw the ball eight metres, but you so you only throw the ball three metres to the right blokes. You know what I mean? It's one of those things. Yeah. You know, like, you've just, I don't know, but oh, your mate, old Macca, yeah. you know, like, he's a smart coach, but they knew that they're only going to have 23 players, but if they get a couple of injuries, I think they're going to have to bring, um, wouldn't they'd probably tap into lower grades, like the championship or something, to try and bring some guys up, because mm. you'd have to bring up some bargain. And you can, you can borrow players, can't you? I think you can, yeah. Yeah, like you know, get them on land and stuff. Yeah, if you were to go to, say, Lee or one of those strong clubs down there or maybe even Toulouse or whatever yeah. and work out a, a loan deal, you could do that. Mm. And But it, it was always going to be a hard slog. I'm just hope they can... They've got 29 games. hope they can get enough wins, the as we've talked about before, yeah. around middle. Stay around the middle. Don't get relegated. You'll attract some more players. Sonny will come good. It, will he be Sonny Bill Williams of five, six years ago? No, because he's 37 years old. Yeah. But he will be handy in that. And he showed some good signs and people start hacking on you. But that's part and parcel, like we say in the that's, NFL. When people know that you're on this enormous money, 
everybody's looking for you to fuck yeah. up. Yeah. You could have a nine out of ten game, and they'll go, "Oh, we expected him to be ten yeah, out of ten, 10 out every 10. week." Yeah. And those things that they that fuck up at the start when he start gets his timing in and shit. That's what's pulling off points, and then people won't be saying shit. Yeah, all those sort of things. Bloke sniffing around his offloads, or him doing a bit of ball playing. Yeah. I've seen him play five eight before in the NRL and get man of the match. Like went during Origin, and he had Daniel Mortimer as the half. So you know what I mean. I still reckon, and you come from a game like Union, where it's not like when Hayne came back from the NFL and hadn't played for eighteen months. He's still got the skills in that. It's just I think he was underdone in the off season. And face facts, on their tip sheets and that, which they and watching film, they would be they would have been thinking him every time he come on. They would have been on red alert to what he to his ball playing and his offloads, and to test him out now while he's underdone. Yeah. So no no, no uh, alarm. I don't know. It's a bit early yet to ride him off. I think he'll come good. I just I'm concerned with them because there's a lot of people on riding them because you want to see them successful and I want to see them successful. But with that 23 man squad, there are some blokes who aren't up for it. Old um, uh, Brian McDermott, he's got you know he'll be under no illusion how tough this task is, but he's got to get those blokes up to speed. <laughs> Ricky Lilatelli was at left centre and he was close to their best. Lilatelli looked dangerous every time. If they can get that combination with Sonny Bill on that left side with him, they'll they'll open up plenty of sides. Yeah, things like that. Harv's got to do. McCron- and did they just not also the Tigers? Did they just not look as big either? Or um, they didn't line speed. Mate, Castleford every time they rolled through sets and they were kicking from good positions and things like that. It was 22 at halftime. It was 22 to four. Oh. So, you know what I mean? But they held in and like Castleford tried to play a bit more expansive and they were hanging in there. But it's just, I was surprised. Some of the first up, first contact and that, he'd be disappointed in that. Blokes just, you, the speed of the game got him. And Castleford aren't a superstar side. So this first month will test you out a bit, you know, like, and they'll get better. But we'll have to see what happens. Um, going from to Mike Simpson, given the Super Bowl played out today and with all eyes on Sonny Bill Williams, do you think he could have made it in the NFL? In, oh, it's hard to say. He back when he was back when he was at his peak, you know, like but look at Val and that, Val and that got their peak. You've got to learn to play the game. Yeah. Like there are blokes too, like everyone tells me like it's like with California rugby league. Everyone talks about these athletes and that, and, and like um, Nate Gladden and that, and he's not bagging him, but they always use this as an example. I've heard this two or three times. Oh, Eichner, see, these guys are great athletes. Joey Eichner, look at him, he made it, and he's not a great athlete. Joey Eichner's a football player, though. Joey Eichner's very tough, and he learned things at every level along the way to improve his game as a rugby league player, and he's in the Queensland Cup system. You can be the biggest, strongest bloke in the world, but you've got to know how to play football. Yeah, you know, like planting your feet, how to adjust, how to read the, how to read the, how to read the D, where you got to be, and things like that, and knowing when it's when you got to be there to take that bang up and all that shit like that. That's the hard part. Yeah. you know what I mean. Like, yeah, Eichner's built like Adonis. <laughs> so, like, the thing is, you can make yourself into a good footballer if you want to. Wait, Kimmy goes. Uh, what's the Falcons? Budgie smuggler story. Oh, my. I've just been on the phone to Kimmy. This oh, yeah. Is, uh, okay. Oh, how, can I <laughs> how can I tell this story without getting sued by someone? <laughs> Who 
Is it about you? Or? No, it's about Kevin Locke. Uh-huh. Oh, okay, yeah, go nuts. Yeah, open <laughs> up, yeah. <laughs> well, Kevin Locke was playing for Sunny Coast uh, Triggs last year there. He came for three games. Yeah. Kevin proceeded to who? make up, this is a legend story, so... <laughs> He asked everyone to chip in. He got on the phone and said they were getting Sunny Coast budgies made up. Yeah. Anyway, he got everyone to deposit money into an account when these and had pictures of the budgies. The account was his. Yeah. And then he went back to New Zealand for a holiday and never came back. <laughs> <laughs> so this was alleged story, yeah. not proven, but this is a, a story that's been told to both uh, Kim and myself was by people yeah but like then Corey in 17 Corey did the same thing where he organized these um the usa ones uh and and posted a picture of budgie smugglers and we're like all right and he's collecting all this money he's walking around with his fat wad but he came through with the goods but we're like we got to get like budgie smugglers or just some fucking ripoff brand but yeah he he actually came came through with it so but we're all a bit worried there because with the poke, he's just been down the road. I just want to say, <laughs> we've been critical on Beastware in the past. I can't reveal this gentleman's name, but a man I know who's respected in rugby league, uh, I can't reveal this yet, he'll be revealing this in a few weeks, has yeah. taken up, uh, has in theory agreed to a job with them, and will be. And this, this individual has uh, plenty of contacts. He's looking to... You know, get them back on the right track. But does, does he say that they're at the moment they're being pieces of shit? Or oh, he said there's been dramas, but he said same as Bergs. He's had good dealings with them, and he says that the big dog, the head honcho's running it. They just feel they have a, a few other people that are dropping the ball and causing some of these dramas. Yeah, and this guy, like he can get in there and help that out because he said uh, he's used them recently for a tournament and they couldn't be better. So we've gone process. from we've gone from, from uh, asking to burn swear, the, yeah. to burn their so, factory down to, yeah. to they're pretty good so, and we're going to use them probably. Yeah. <laughs> so, West Fiji, so West Fiji Beastware. So Beastware, <laughs> we could be back on with you soon, son. So if this if this bloke uh, does get the job, which is looking like that, he will help them regain their standing. And get them above the two out of five that they get rated yeah. on the internet. Who is it? Could this I can't tell you. be Adam he, Wright? No, Could no, not me. Right. But I would <laughs> be an inside job. I, I would take the money. That's their offer. But is that uh, a V-Square shirt right now? Yeah. <laughs> but the guy, on the man I was uh, just communicating with, he said that, yeah, this is pretty... He's Did you tell Bergs about this? Not yet. No, I haven't seen Bergs to tell him. But Bergs even said he had, he dealt with them heaps of times and it was all sweet. Yeah, it's just unfortunately people remember when things are fucked because it sounds like when they fucked up, they were it was massive fuck ups that yeah. really left people in a bind, and that's hard to forget. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like when you used to go out as a single bloke and you you know hook up with a lot of women. One night you passed that bloke, everyone's remembering Freddie passing a bloke <laughs> on the dance floor. No one forgets things like that. Okay, so, no. you don't forget it because it happens so frequently, <laughs> right? Yeah. So, so yeah. I think you passed a bloke, and that's one of your stories. <laughs> no, I've used you, mate. It's already you. Um, yeah. So, hopefully, Beastware will be climbing above the two out of two out of five rating. This bloke can. He's got a good name in the community, a lot of contacts, and if anyone can sort out these dramas, I think he's the bloke who can do it.
Yeah, and and also they should go back through the dramas and sort the previous ones out too. Yeah, and that's the thing you got to do, isn't it? Like you have dramas in the past, and as this bloke saying, like he wants people to know that he was he's he's coming on board at this point. And, you know, from now on, it's all going to be sweet. Yeah. You know, rock solid. But it's people good. will remember things exactly. like It's good to yeah. look forward, but how many bridges do you burn already? So And you've yeah, got to like, you know, and, men, then, men and then the stories, bit. like you said, how you used them up there at the Roma uh, Sevens yeah. and that, and it was all sweet. Yeah. There's plenty of people with that. But then, you know, when someone brings a bad story about any sort of company, be it like that Chinese place down there, Arana, um, um, the Willow Garden. Yeah. There, yeah. There was a story about that. <laughs> thousand years ago about a dude getting food poisoning from there i never ate there for 20 years oh, yeah. and then finally went there and found that the food was pretty good oh, it's pretty sweet yeah it is actually real good <laughs> you know there's probably had about 10 different owners in that 20 years and yeah then, but that was oh god food poisoning there oh shit i ain't going there yeah. i'll give you the tip but yes so beastware could be on the climb stay tuned and we will see what happening i just want to give a bit of a shout out with uh kim ingebritson Next weekend, on the weekend, oh, he's actually put up a photo of yeah, it up there. there. There we go. Uh, there's an exhibition game down the Gold Coast, down at, um, where is it? Um, oh, Balamble. Balamble Footy Field, the Balamble Jets at their ground. The Philippines Tamaras are playing against uh, the Perga Wagtails in the main game. There's a few junior games on before it. Like there's an under tens game with uh, Velocity All Stars are uh, sponsoring an under ten side, which Kim's coaching, and they're playing against the junior Tamaras. There's also a uh, sixteens and an eighteens game uh, playing against uh, a couple of Indigenous rep sides from uh, one from Ipswich and one link from uh, New South Wales Country. Uh, this is. This was originally meant to be the Cook Islands. The Cook Islands were meant to be playing against the Philippines in all these grades. Then, for some reason, the Cooks had to bail out and and wanted to pull and wanted to pull the pin. So the organisers of the of the game of the Philippines they got in contact with Kim and asked could he help him out and he said he'd speak to a mate of his who coaches the Perga Wagtails. They won the Queensland Murray tournament. And normally it's the winner of New South Wales plays the winner of the Curry knockout as the curtain raiser to the All-Stars, but they canned that this year. So Kim's organised all this off his own bat just to help out uh, the Philippines. Philippines doing a great job having their own uh, junior rep sides and so forth. And similar to with Latin Heat, this is extremely important because if you want... You want things to last. It's not about winning now, but it's about what you want, where you want to be in five or ten years. So you want to be bringing these kids who are playing, who are eligible to play in these, uh, represent these emerging nations. Do we know anyone in either team? Uh, I'm not sure of the Philippines guys. They've got certain. I've not got. I've got mates that have coached them. Uh, I think one of Mark Offerdale's mates, um, Arwen Marcus. I think uh, he he was. He was he's captain captain uh, coaching I should say coaching the Philippines Tamaras, so that's next weekend. Uh, what's that? I oh, know uh, the same weekend as the NRL nines. It's the fifteenth of yeah, February. Yeah, fifteenth of Feb. So the on the on the Saturday of that weekend, that'll be down there at Blamble Jets home ground. So starting early if you're in the area, and with the with the junior sides, 
The Philippines are still are, are looking for some uh, players in this junior side. So if anyone's eligible, uh, has any kids eligible out there or knows of people that might be eligible to represent one of these 16s or 18 sides. We'll send Voy down. Yeah. Uh, no, we need people that are liked by other people. So we can't send someone like that. So if you could uh, just get send us a message and we'll put you in touch with Kim Ingebrigtsen or find him on Facebook and he'll put you in touch with the right people. So it's a great day, Emerging Nations. It's good to see um, a good share of Indigenous kids too, like getting a go, getting to be able to play in some rep stuff too. So it's a good good cultural day. So full credit to the Philippines Rugby League and to Kimmy Ingebrigtsen for getting this happening. I think it's a massive. And I know it's all short notice because everyone's got club commitments and so forth and other things going on in the world. But let's... Uh, so if you're in the area and you want to watch some footy down the, down the Goldie, get down to Blamble Jets Jay, on the 15. On the back of that, Jace goes, who do you think will win the nines and will they get bums in seats as the games are uh, with the All-Star game as well? Because- uh, well, I, I mentioned to him before when he goes, who do you think will win? I said, we don't know every team's playing squad yet. And he goes, oh, who do you think will give it a good crack? Every NRL side has the potential to give a nines yeah. comp a good crack. You've all got this... Every team has good playmakers. And good flair players as well. Yeah, it's just your balance. Like, with these guest players playing, like, the Broncos should be good if what they're saying is they play Hassan for feeder. But the talk is they're playing Corey Parker too. And normally when these guest players play, they only play a couple of games, you know. And so there's someone out of the squad. Like, as a Manly supporter, I hope they don't play a guest player. I just hope they give some young bloke a go and give him some minutes. Thing is, too, like certain coaches, like uh, Bobcat Ryan, Andrew Ryan's playing for the Bulldogs. Jesus. Uh, who else is playing? Who Nick are, Davis from the Swans. Yeah, Swans playing for the who Roosters. Is, who uh, is like uh, coaching staff at the a, Roosters. He's a kicking coach. Yeah. yeah. yeah so he's, he's having a run and he's played league as a kid. So some of these Roosters, I can't see how serious they're going to take it because Trent Robinson's not even going to be there. He's doing research because they got to fly out for the World Cup yeah. Challenge. So that's yeah. a weekend or two later. So that's his focus. He's sending Matt King. They'll use a lot of these young guys. Um, I'm just trying to think who else. There'd probably be a couple of other clubs that'll use some guests. We'll find out. They'll name the, they'll name the squads next yeah. Tuesday, week from tomorrow. And There's a few clubs that'll give it a good shake, but like clubs like Parramatta, we've got a lot of flair players, a lot of speed, like blokes like Sivo, carb up in that sort of environment. Yeah, Mitch Moses showed how good him. he was at the nines. If they use those sort of players, they'll be they'll be good. Clubs like Melbourne, if they use Papanaos and Nato, Carb, mm. Unavalu. They're not going to use none of them. Yeah. They so won't use any of them. Like They normally send young blokes. Exactly. That's why you've got to wait and see. You can, what, you can say, you can sit here and say, you can name nine players from each NRL side that'll all give it a good run, but then you get to next Tuesday... And there's only two or three teams that are playing any of the blokes you thought were playing. So Yeah, all these guys. And they'll have um, people go there and for the... Expect uh, those guys. Yeah, and they'll be all suited up and I'll think, oh, he's playing. Nah, he's just gone there as like the face. Yeah. One of the faces of it to represent. And that's the thing. You're judging on what you do after 26 rounds. Even though the nines, you get more money for for winning than you do for winning the minor premiership. So figure that one out. And a real yeah. hierarchy that makes fuck all sense to me. I can un- and it's not the old days when sevens was big because clubs like to win need the money. Yeah, I'm. What? I think Broncos should have a good squad. It's just a thing though too. And if you get injuries with these, 
There have been stack teams. The Cowboys took a stack team once and lost in the quarters. Yeah. Even had JT in that plane. That's it. If someone... It's over two days, and you know how like you and we've pull seen up it sword. before. These fucking guns get injured yeah. during, and the coaching staff is spewing that. It, you yeah, know, that it's at the yeah. Nines. So and or if you get like some sort of soreness, like you, your hammy's a bit sore, they're not going to use you on the second day. They're not risking you because you got a trial in a week or two, mm. things like that. So I got a um a question. I was reading something. It was um the NRL is trialing. This is going to be a trial between the Melbourne Storm and the Tigers. They're looking at a player swap. Oh, yeah. Yep, so that's happening with so Harry Grant. Harry Grant and Paul Momorowski. Yeah. So they're, they're saying they'd swap, swap places for 12 months. Each player would get played from their respective clubs. So Harry Grant would be playing for the like Tigers. Like a deal in there. And still getting paid by the Storm. And vice versa. And then at the end of the season, they'll switch back. Um do you reckon this has a future in the game? Yeah, do well, it does. Is... I think it could do. Thing is, in and like they're never going to let Harry Grant go. Yeah, but this but is what a perfect do... situation. So if he he'll be the first grade hooker there. Yeah, the bloke, you know, like and the Melbourne imagine. Melbourne benefit out of it because they get their young hooker. That's going to be the predis like Cam Smith's yeah, predecessor. They get, playing, they get him playing in NRL straight away, and it's also good because the Tigers need a hooker, and the Storm are now needing outside backs. Yeah. so it pretty much works out perfectly. There's not any like salary issues for either side because they're still getting paid from their old clubs. It's sweet. I reckon it's good for the clubs. Do you you reckon it takes it? It like has a different aspect for the actual player itself. How how much? How much say do you have in doing this? That'd be the question. Whether the players are Robin Bergs and I were talking about this. What if you just did not want to go? You don't want to go live in Sydney. Yeah. Yeah, you're a Queensland kid who's moved to Melbourne and living. In the harbour said it does not appeal to you. Yeah. So you know how much say. And I put up the I threw up the point. Cameron Smith does he injures his knee yeah, after six two. six yeah, round two, round six something. He's out for six or eight weeks. Can they do can they recall Harry Grant? At the time Harry Grant is a starting hooker the at the Tigers. Yeah. And he will be the starting hooker there, I'd imagine. Oh, I guarantee. That's said uh, that's a big part of the ne- negotiation. Like you'd obviously you can't just Halfway through the year, say, so, yeah, we want our kid back. I don't think. Yeah, it's got to be at least a 12 month lease or whatever. Yeah, it is, you've got to be that. You can't just, it's like, you know, you And rent. for like league tragics, you know, being supporters, are they going to be like, yeah, this is He's sweet, a, like but a we're fucking yeah. losing him? Yeah, what, yeah. After what, like, is the swap well, just for the the year or two years? It's yeah, just, a, it's just one year. season, yeah. Yeah, so. It'd be, would that be like, you go on a holiday to the US, you're going to stay in the US for six months, you rent your house out to Dano. And yeah. then Dano's living here. And then after two months... I rented out to Keenan. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> Responsible man, Keenan. And then you go, after three months... Um, I decided to come back. Yeah. So you can't stay for the six now. And you go, but I've got nowhere to go for three months. You know what I mean? This is the same as that. You can't say, I need that bloke back. Yeah. Can you send him back? And you go, well, no. He's our starting hooker in the NRL squad. I suppose that's something you'd have to weigh up before you send him. But like if Melbourne... Mm. Melbourne obviously probably wouldn't send him if they knew they... If they can't get him back, then they got to find another way that if Smith does go down, they can cover it, which is Brand, why they got Brandon Smith. Brandon Smith. Yeah, there. Brandon yeah. Smith hooker. So that's why Melbourne wouldn't be like in this situation. They wouldn't have too many, too many problems with it. But like another club, if you only got one hooker and you send in a hooker, and then you got no fucking hookers, you're not going to send your backup hooker just in case, you know? Yeah, that. Yeah, it brings another element to. 
Sort of bit of contract yeah. negotiations and player swaps and all sorts of stuff. Makes it is interesting, but if you want a bloke to get educated playing regular NRL football, this is the way, and you can't mm. do it for your club. It happens in Super League regularly and loan deals and that, but with those sort of Super League ones, you're not allowed to play against the club that you're contracted to. So and they wouldn't be doing that in the NRL. You couldn't say, right, what happens if you they make the semis and say it's Melbourne playing the Tigers in a semi, you knock out semi, do you say... Yeah, yeah, he's helped get us there, yeah. but you can't play. You can't play now. It's just against the rules. Yeah, it's a weird. It's a weird situation to see how it plays out because that's the biggest thing. Is if it's if we know that if it's in the uh, the contract that if they get injuries and stuff, they go back before that year, or that it's just solid for that year. Yeah, yeah, just solid for that year. And then what if you know as what do you, you could take the chance like Young Morovsky, He goes there. What if they don't think he's better than the outside backs they've got? He's just mm-hmm. there, kind of as maybe second cab off the rank, they don't get many injuries. He spends half his time playing sunny coast. Yeah, playing at Sunny Coast. Then when he goes back to the Tigers, some other young bloke's got an opportunity and established himself yeah. and you're down the pecking order sort of thing. And then you can look at it in a different way. You go there to Melbourne, you improve your game, you end up playing, you know, a dozen or more like first grade games and you're going into the and you're, deep and you're, into the finals. Yeah, and you're and playing good football. You know, it, it's a chance you take, and you got to back your abilities in this. But the player, to, the player, would have to agree to it. Yeah, the player and and player manager would have to have a big say in it, and obviously the club would have to weigh up their options. They wouldn't want to send a promising young player over to a, to a club that's booming. Like you wouldn't want to say again, same situation. You send a player from the Tigers, a club that's not really hadn't been too successful in the past years, to Melbourne, who have just killed it the last yeah. 10, 15. And you send a player there. And he doesn't cut it, and as you're saying, he doesn't play NRL yeah. or might play one or two games through injury or through origin. And then what happens? You get your player back, um, the same player, but he's got no more NRL experience. He may have picked up a niggling injury, may have not. Either way, you got the same bloke. You lost him for 12 months. What, what, are, you, what are you meant to do? Yeah, there are shortcomings with it, but we'll what, see if this did happens you, again. Did you and Lee Addison talk about this topic? Uh, no, he did invite me to join him for a drink. Did you yeah. tell him what's what? What did you talk about? I'd love to be yeah. a fly on the wall for it this was, combo. It was, wasn't a flowing conversation. Was it not? Oh, it was all right. He was quite friendly. Yeah. He talked about me and I said, oh, yes, I know Christian Freed. <laughs> well, oh yeah, how are you? Come join us for a drink, mate. And then, yeah. And then my phone rang. That was my missus. Yeah. And Bergs and the Latino he okay. people come in. I went and sat with them. But yeah, he was there with the Filipino people, uh, having a beer and Tasbatiri and that. You're like, ah, oh, you should listen to this podcast. Yeah, Just don't good. listen to it before uh, episode it's twenty. Good. <laughs> it's good, and then he, and then he went live <laughs> on his Facebook page, offering for people whose teams didn't play that he'd give them a discount to join his coaching page. Oh, did he really? Yes, that's what I was ringing to tell you about. Oh, okay. Classic. Yeah, so, yeah, like, everyone's... What was the discount? I don't know. And what was the discount code? Callum Stewart, look it up. Oh, no. yeah. Big cow. All right, there's some questions here. What does cow want? Will the commitment issues, whatever... Uh, our TRL team, yes, we're in. You're in, son. We're playing the semi-final on Thursday night. So, all the best, cow. you're in. I got a message from Reese Kedu uh, the, tonight about 8 o'clock saying, can you come let us out of Mount Maria? They've locked us in. And then I was go. I go. I'm 15 minutes up the road, man. I can come down. Maybe the cleaners shut the gates. But he goes, no, nah, we got out. It's all good. Well, yeah. Okay, that's why that never hurts to have a couple of blokes in your team who 
disregard the law and know how to escape or break into things. Yeah. Because you can't get locked in a gym then ever. Kadu <laughs> <laughs> says, thoughts on Aiden Caesar for 2020 Men of Steel? He started the season well. He had a blinder. Yeah. Jackson Hastings, uh, he was Man of Steel last year and he just got more confidence to go on. That open footy often suits NRL halves because they're not shackled as much and they don't have to play as much structure as they do over here he finished a lot finished last season very well too so yeah he's out, just coming out of grand final yeah come out this hot he, he's looking good like anyone can win the man of steel on their day like jackson hastings went last year yeah he played good footy but i think hayden sees us twice the player that hastings is so he's got every opportunity to if he applies himself and stays with it all year come from canberra he played really well he if did. you're picking someone now everyone early picks you know catalan's got smoked the other day <clears throat> but you imagine Maloney's going to figure well in that. He's going to he's going to set up heaps. Like he's going to control the game pretty well. If you have him and Falau on one side, there's who we haven't spoke about. Israel Falau going to the Catalans Dragons. Yeah. What is, what's everyone's mm. thoughts there? Like he is that it's one of the things. Yeah. Answer it. Put it on speaker. No, no. They don't want to bore everybody who's <laughs> listening and watching. Uh, that's a thing. He <laughs> don't agree with what he says and how he carried on, but does he have the right to still make a living? Yes. We let blood. But, he, but he's going to one of the gayest countries in the world. Yeah. You lived there for a while, didn't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. I loved it. Yeah. No. <laughs> gay gay Paris for yeah, a reason, eh, lad? That's the thing. Like, it's funny. And there's going to be teammates of his who are going to go, how's this bloke? He hates people who drink. He hates people that. <laughs> Every, in all this spare time, all the Aussie guys over there get on the sauce. Yeah. Uh, things like that. But it is a professional environment. But in the NRL before recently, we'd let blokes in who used to bash their misses and things like that. Kirison Ava, who played for Parramatta in South Sydney, Kirison Ava smashed his missus' face against a garage door and we let him play again. So that's the thing. Like, you'd be hypocritical. Are we the moral... Uh, guardians of society in rugby league or, and the thought please no we're not if they allow if a club's prepared to sign him like then then you know you got to play alongside him if that's what you think if he starts play, the thing with him he's got to play good football if you start struggling as they proved with Sonny today who made a couple of errors in a beaten side yeah, get fucking and then rinsed yeah you just rinse why did we get him what are we doing yeah. all the all the keyboard warriors Take a, a take a break from our super coach to bag people out for a while and things like that and like that's he'll thing. come out and fire but look he was he's yeah. just a gun that, he, no, he, gun scoring, he'll exactly. play he'll play center on that side hopefully with Maloney and he'll, uh, opportunities every will come. time he catches the ball the other center will fucking shit and sweat and cry and that's the, the thing the, um, and you've got the, Sam Tompkins um, playing fullback so you've got plenty of ball playing options there to set him up for points he starts scoring tries and they start winning games everybody's on board and they're a big fan of you and they're supporting whatever you do and as long as you keep your crazy opinions to yourself you know you don't go on with you know your views that not many people share you know yeah. And play good footy, you'll yeah, be right. Exactly. Yeah, keep yeah. Yourself, collect yeah. your paycheck, and, and you're our, fine. Our boy Nate's trying to organise those Vegas nines. Ah, that's good. If it happens, what's the over under that Righty is dubbed the Mayor of Vegas, um, Dane is dubbed the Bachelor of Vegas, and Freddie's never heard from again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that second one. That's nice. Yeah, that's good. I like the first one. <laughs> Dolan said talking about it. Would they let Dolan in that country? 
I what what so. Dolan say, Dolan? Nate Gladden, I'm sure we could get a Mitchie team together for this. Not sure how much footy would be getting played or if ever, ever he would make it home. Or if everyone would make it home, but it's probably right. He's probably high when he wrote this. Yeah. Um, but geez, we'd have a good time with a lot of cocaine that I supply. That's what Clint Dolan yeah. said. Wow. Okay. They wouldn't let him over there anyway. He's got. Yeah. He's almost terminally ill now. So <laughs> he just, just, they wouldn't take the risk nah, on him. Nah, the um, Nevada desert. There's um, <laughs> some healing springs there that revitalise <laughs> the lad's body. That's why they'd well, welcome fuck, him he in. Take yeah. some sleeveless shirts over there. Like, eh? oh, he'd, he'd be a big hit, Clino, over there. They'd dig him. I do like the thought of me being the Bachelor of Vegas, but I could yeah, run that. I do I'd, like. I do like the give thought it of a me fair, helping to run the part. town. You, your body getting dumped in the desert wasn't probably something I would <laughs> hoping for, Freddie. But yeah. that's unlucky. Yeah, but that's I'm big fan. If they can get some sort of nines on them in Vegas, I'll. A lad I've been helping out with, uh, Preston, uh, he trying to transfer from arena football to league. He asked me for some advice on a few things. He's got the opportunity to play some rugby in Vegas, and he asked me my thoughts. I said, well, league and union are different, but union's closer to league than playing arena football, and this would enable you to go to Cali and play in a couple of nines tournaments, and if there's one in Vegas... There's at least improving your... I've been sending a few videos and things and blokes to watch and roles to play. Yeah. This would in this would help your education. Do they make a living with arena football? No, it's only a few hundred a game. It's less than playing cup, oh. you know what I mean? But you get some good highlight packages and yeah. people start to know you. He did... Uh, I was contacted by Nate about possibly uh, sending him to see if I could get him a start no at Gundy but I said no I like this bloke I don't want to have to send him there I go that's like the last resort but I'm sure we could yeah. get him a, a start out there with Sauce he he does uh, like to recruit people <laughs> but Preston seems a good dude so I don't really want to send him to yeah. is him he out there is he on the peppies? Um, he... nah no. no, well, don't send him to Offerdale then. Yeah, he won't. He'll be fucking he, he, corrupt very quickly. I don't He'll be out there for like three weeks and be yeah. double the size. Yeah, walking around, sitting at the pub uh, in the in the barbell club shirt, like yeah. you know, fending the women off. <laughs> but yeah, and Offerdale's pissed of, pissed off at you about not getting Sunnyville on for. Yeah, that's quite bad. Like, that um, if you hadn't got me those <laughs> shirts. I just wanted three shirts. I said, well, wear the shirts on here. We'll give you, we'll plug you. He goes, yeah. the shirts are sacred. Name me anyone but you that wears them. Oh, you got one. Two yeah. dudes. Okay. Oh, and he did insult you. That yeah. was kind no, of No, I use, I use mine as a cum rag, so. <laughs> oh, okay. No drama. Well, that's fair enough. This is the thing too, like, with um with boys from the US coming over, the, um, the, <laughs> the, visa, the visa stuff's kind of, is hard like to get people and that's what some of the management like guys want to come out and try and get starts places but it makes it hard to when if they're not filling in visas properly like curtis got a um curtis was doing a pre-season with tweed but the club didn't sponsor out didn't know how to uh fill out the forms properly to sponsor him as an overseas player and that and that uh, unfortunately fell through and he had to go back home. And he was only, you know, he was keen, like, just to play reserve grade down there in the local comp. Yeah. But it's a thing, isn't it? Like, does club, getting guys out, you don't know how long you'll get them out here for. Mm. But, like, out there at Gundy, you know, like, 
if it could get Preston a start out there, and he'd be playing, you know, even if he was playing Reggie's with Michael Offerdale, that'd be a fun time. I'd like an eighth. You know, because like at least they're going to sort him out with work and yeah, yeah, and things like that. It just location wise, out of places, it's hard to get people to go to Gundy. More importantly, it's hard to get people to stay there. Mm. So we'll see how this goes, but hopefully, we can get Preston to start somewhere. What um, thoughts, my friend, on um, uh, how our pre-season's progressing down there at the Mitchelton Panthers? Oh, it's going good. We're sweating our ass off at the moment because it's been a lot of running, yeah, the humidity and hot as fuck. And um, and for an for an open once preseason, I, I think yeah. it's been kind of tough for the boys. And yeah. this is the thing, like blokes come back. It's like when you don't come back to preseason for a while. That might be all right if you're decently fit and you're doing other stuff. To stay tough, so Which you're not, the majority isn't. So we're yeah, coming back. If you just busted. go back, yeah. If you just go back in cold, and then everyone's like through a month, six weeks better off than you, and you start doing this running, you're, it shows you're going to be you're going to be struggling. And then we get to a trial. Everyone likes to get excited when you get close to a trial to try and play, but but holy shit, this is that sort of thing. You get down there and you all of a sudden we're running coat hangers and shit like that and we're doing a lot of wrestling, a lot, yeah. a lot of physical stuff, like the physicality and a lot of like short passing stuff, which we did with the backs and the forwards and that, so people know how to... You just got to know how to tip it on. If we've got numbers, you don't want to die with yeah, it. Yeah, I, I think the boys are loving it, the yeah. kind of the style that um, we're training. But, and also, you, people. yeah, they got to... Like, you got to remember we still got a bunch of boys to come back. Yeah. Yeah, it's good. It's good the fact that we got... Like we're getting a good wedge in numbers every every session, and yeah. everyone's putting in. And we got some to keep the, dragging more in. Some of the bigger bodies coming down too. We actually got some big yeah. bodies there, and they're moving pretty well so far. So at least we got the numbers there. Everyone's putting in, coaching staff there. New field on the way. Everything's looking on the up. You know? And there's um and I saw on the junior page uh about. Uh, girls training in that too at yeah. Um Well, they train the same time we do. Yeah, yeah. And, they, and I saw West were there, and they look like yeah, yeah, and they started. No, West having won the premiership last year in the women's, like they're dragging bodies in, and people will want to be part of it. Hopefully, that translates in it with with the Mitchy girls too. Like, um, have, have they they talked? Do you have any involvement with them? Like things just, like that. I just tried to get onto like the Met North girls that I coached. Yep. And tell them I uh, was telling them to all go there, and that's b- before I knew Norse was doing it again. Because if Norse didn't put in a team for that under 18s or yep. the, and the 16s, then most of those girls would have gone over to West Mitchie. And then I kind of said, "Well, I'm I'm because I'm coaching them again this year. I'm going to be selecting my side majority of West Mitchie. So you're not meant to say that out. <laughs> you're not meant to say that out loud. Like, well, I've know. told them. I've given them. Yeah. So, but they've got they're over from that because they're away wool girls. So they. they oh yeah, of yeah. course, Norse is. Over, just over the back, yeah, of, of the school. So they've got Sam Falafi there. Sam Falafi, uh, coaching. He was at Run Hills. He yeah. was down there. I saw him there the other day. Ex Crushers, ex uh, West Panthers, ex Adelaide Rams. I think he was too. Sam Falafi, nice. He might have been so like he's been around. Played um, Western Suburbs, New South Wales Club in in Sydney too. So like he's played some football at some good levels. Yeah. Like you know, he was he didn't play any first grade at the Crushers, but he was like um, 19's Premiership, like same year as uh, Milesy. I'm not sure if Mark Tukey was in that side for a bit, and then he went up 21s and that. So 
They've got, and apparently he's a good coach from what they tell me. Just hope that can attract it and we can start building something there, like if you, with the women's game. And it's, what did you feel like? I've got my thoughts from the nines. One thing I thought is what shone through for me is the lack of fundamental skills. Like we did a, like when they told me to take something as a warm up, I was doing a two on one catch pass and people couldn't find the second person. Oh, is this with the girls? Yeah, like had yeah, no clue of it. Yeah, it's just like. Obviously, it's like taking the game back to the beginning for them, isn't it? Because yeah, they they just and but the, and some of these girls have played rep footy, you yeah. know, like these fundamentals, like how we do drum in, like with these catch pass drills we're doing. You got to be able to execute this at times under fatigue and yeah. shit like that. I you know, and certain coaches might be more concerned in the fitness aspect yeah. of it early on. But what, it what, is what's going to change? What's going to change in the future is it's like. Um, compare it to like compare it to MMA, USC. So now we get you get kids that come through that have trained in mixed martial arts. They haven't trained like boxing and then gone into uh, to try to pick up all the other skills. They actually just trained everything from the start. So it's like with the girls, you have these girls that they're like, oh, there's a w- there's a window there for me to play league now. When I had to drop out when I was twelve, mm. after you know under twelves they couldn't play with the boys, yep. so there was really nothing there for nothing them. So it's like now that now that all those younger um cl- like the age groups getting younger for the girls, they can play under fourteens, yeah, under twelves, well, yeah, and stuff. Yeah. So it's just going to get better because of that. Yeah, they're not coming in from yeah, like yeah. touch footy or tag backgrounds, which are great sports, but it's different than just like. As we were trying to talk the other night when everyone was blind, like um, with the defensive things, like if you get taught, like, you know, with kids how they with the new way they teach them to tackle, and the rugby union side of it, they teach like sort of a two handed tag type thing. And yeah. sort of thing. So if that's when you, as a kid, the next year, you're still got to get that out. You've been drummed in that you can just sort of two handed grab someone. You're not hitting with the shoulder first up. Like, that's one thing, too. We, I'm all for teaching people to tackle properly and work on technique but the way to upskill these kids we have to teach everyone to be able to cheer, to tackle around the legs because we're wrestle um fucking upset yeah very wrestle heavy because if you don't you get flogged and everyone says they got to get the wrestle out of the N- NRL okay well if you're the club that decides not to wrestle and then you start getting smoked you know what i mean yeah. like then you've got to go back to wrestling like the walker brothers they often said they could what they could do with part-time footballers there, and they but they had some pretty skillful guys. They could do in an NRL system, but I don't think that you could play twenty-five week, twenty-five games, twenty-six weeks of of football and play against sides that knew how to wrestle and try and run round them and tire them out all the time because you'd be getting you just you'd be just getting it'd wear you down to you're trying to run around and you everyone's fit. And everyone gets match fit, and then you lose a couple of key blokes that are essential to your game plan and your style. Things that fall apart real quick. When things started going south, I reckon they could go very south. You know, mm, like yeah, it's like what, what year was it? Was it Parramatta that they adopted that? Well, let let them just march down our field as well, um, and and let them get quick play the balls, and then we'll just defend on our line. Yeah, and that then, kind of thing, and, and that worked, that, up, that was like one trick, one year trick pony. Yeah, and then it kind of goes. There was, a year, there was a year at the Roosters, and Chris Anderson, who had won premierships at Canterbury and coached Australia, he came back and was coaching. He'd been coaching a bit of rugby in France, and he adapted some 
uh, he adapted some defensive style. They only had one marker. Anderson had to stand down after six weeks for health <laughs> reasons, but uh, at the time they were really struggling. Yeah. You know, like things like this, if you want to go in, like, and I've heard guys at coaching things say, go with one marker. That's all right in a 10, but yeah. if you're doing it in other 90% of the field. A decent hooker will carve you up. Oh, all that's day. the thing. Yeah. And, and it's if, not even a question. That just means you have you bite as marker or you don't chase. Yeah. Look how bad it is when one person doesn't. Even take those two steps at marker just to shut the gate. Yeah, things can start opening up. And if you're if you're on that back foot, and that used to happen with the Jets a bit, and that's what um, I've heard from Steve Johnson that he think that their new coach Kieran Lander out there, he'll be a lot more defensive oriented like that. And I think they need to because the style the Walker brothers did, they dropped off on the skills side of it, and yeah. the, and the personnel they had, like you had Rod Griffin, you had Matt Parcell. Yeah, had um, Dane Phillips, who was a good half. Cleland was there. He's gone and come back. Carlin Anderson. Vernacarsi, the big Fijian center. He had a lot of weapons. Now Mom and Barber and that have gone too. Majority of that side isn't even there. Yeah. You know, and that drags you down. The way that the way that it works, the wrestle, like the, the reason it's in the game is because it works and because sides, like Manly are very good at it. Melbourne are very good at it. And that's, like when Manly first brought in brought in the wrestle to their game plan, they were winning comps, going to grand finals. That upped a lot of things. We had so, a good side. Exactly. And, and then real good and then clubs that weren't wrestling were getting smoked. And then, like, fuck, we better learn how to do this and learn yeah. how to do it. And now even clubs that are bad, like not even bad, even clubs that aren't at a standard of wrestling that the top teams are get smoked. So if you're going to try and play something other than that, you're going to want to be have to be fucking good at it and for a long look time at, because look. you're just going to get just absolutely just dominated out of the game. Imagine and trying to do you that. You come from kids' footy and you go up to try and play Colts or 20s or um, 3s, whatever you want to play, or you go to a West preseason where they're, they're wrestle-oriented. Some blokes want to try, are trying to, and we've talked about this before, they want to, they're trying to wrestle too much where it's not your go, where your go should be hitting the legs and then have someone come in, yeah. slow it up for you and get a lock and then third man ascertaining where he's coming in to help or he's going straight back to A to lead the line speed for the next tackle. Mm. Things like that. Like, and that's hard to do when you've just been like done months of we're going to wrestle, we're going to wrestle, we're going to wrestle. And that work, you get on these big blokes and you're not strong enough, you start getting manhandled. You know, and quick play the balls is where it's at. There's Nate, big Nate, adding another one in, I think. You know, you know like... What's Nate had to say? He goes, I'm all into joint festivities. He's so he must be talking about the cocaine at Clint Dolan's brain. <laughs> That's our legend, Christian. That's a legend. Uh, only so a anyway, late. next week on the podcast, we'll have Lee Addison and we'll be sponsored by Beast, Beastware. Yeah. So yeah, it looks like tap we're, out. We're just, yeah, <laughs> it just seems like we're making friends everywhere now. It's a real friendly yeah. time of year. Post-Christmas, uh, everyone's just becoming mates with each other. I think everyone's yeah. just excited to get some footy back on. Yeah, so how far away are we? Like, gotta be when's our first trial? Are we playing Sundays. one? We're playing one before we go to Gundy yeah, next month. But also the NRL. NRL starts in forty odd days. Forty odd days, and the Sweet. and the nines are uh, next. Not this weekend. Next weekend. Mm. So, that's so good. and Super League's back. So there's footy on. Oh, can't wait. And if you're in Cannot the vicinity in, on the weekend, if anybody watching the show or listening uh, fancies a drive. 
The West Brisbane Panthers BRL side is playing a trial game in the lovely town, oh. western town of Esk. Uh, against the Norman B. Hounds, uh, coached by Matty Schrama. Uh, Normie's second side, uh, they're, they're playing against one of the Ipswich local sides. Yeah, might Swifts, be, Yeah, Bo- Booville Swifts, Kevin yeah. Walters' junior side. So if you're out that way, um, get to the game. The earlier game kicks off at four and the main game's at six. You wouldn't the want to be around be S for too long after six. You know, a lot day. of people, you know, should draw a good crowd. Get a few there, so that'll be good. That'll Are you going out there, Artie? Uh, I'm thinking about it depending on the weather because there's talk of rain for a week. And it's supposed to start raining. Yeah. yeah. When, so, are, um, when are the Broncos starting trials? I heard they got a trial at Wynnum at Kitchener Park, not even at Cougarai. Oh, yeah. Oh, the juniors. juniors. Yeah, the juniors. Because Cougarai's got some um, development going on. Yeah, so. they're developing up around the hill and that. So mm-hmm. uh, that'd be... Brisbane play Wynnum at Kitchener Park. Do you know when that is? That's I think that's three weeks, two or three weeks. Yeah, so that'd, it's be, not long. that'd be interesting to see After who they... We should put... Are. You yeah. should go out. We put a little marquee up any given Monday marquees. Yeah. You, righty sits under it. Just teals. Yeah. People come up. Yeah. And ask about the show and we could sell them subscriptions and thousands stuff like of, that. Thousands <laughs> of screaming females just coming up. That'd be good. Uh, good mm. time. <laughs> we might start it off at Esk on the weekend. <laughs> we'll, see. we'll go to the Esk, uh, the pub at Esk, a couple of pubs at Esk. We'll get out there in the front Fuck, because you just make up a full promo shirt that he wears. Like, <laughs> it looks like a training shirt, but it's just stick it any given Monday <laughs> with, with your own face on it as well. That'd that's be what sick. We, that'd be good. That's what we got to do. I'm all yeah. for it. And end of the month, over at uh, Graceville Junior Rugby League, the ACR, the Asian uh, Rugby League, they are... They've got a nines tournament that um, I'm on the coaching staff and Freddie's playing in. Uh, there's a few sides playing like Numbi. It's at Numbi Hounds home ground. They've got a side in it. There's also Redlands. Uh, Niner Click, which is a travelling uh, nines team, that'll be handy. There's, so far, there's 10 teams. Uh, there's nine uh, confirmed. Just want to give it a plug. It'll be a great day out there. It's 28th of February. All the proceeds go to the bushfire appeal. So we'll come out, spend some money, all the money. There's no prize money for any of the teams. It's just a chance to play and do our bit as footballers. That's what we do to try and help out some people who are uh, in a, doing it tough. So if you're out that way, we'll keep plugging it every week because uh, Kimmy asked me to give it a plug and keep running. We've got some big names playing, like some real good blokes like um, uh, Sam Gadell. He played at South Logan and represented Italy in the 2013 uh, uh, World Cup. Yeah. Uh, Delroy Berryman. Delroy Berryman uh, played at Redcliffe uh, in grand finals. Winger, lightning fast. Uh, played a season at Manly, scored a lot of tries in reserve grade at Manly. Uh, Christian Freed, former USA, uh, is it former? Former USA Tomahawk. Oh, current, bro. Current Still Tomahawk, current. Yeah. Offerdale's former. Hasn't hasn't retired yet. They're just some of the te- some of the blokes. Team, our team hasn't been finalised yet, but we'll be have we'll be up for the challenge. It'll be a great day. There'll be a lot of people out there. I might I'll, be hot as this shit. Yeah. I hopefully yeah. it is a bit cooler. And is there any Asian teams? What's it? 
ACN. Yeah, they're playing. They got a team. ACN, like they've got a team. I don't want to be getting that old coronavirus <laughs> from this tournament. Hope, tell them to wear my, my face masks. Okay, you can tell those giant blokes who look like Tom Poe from uh, Kickboxer. <laughs> oh, that's just when you, when you see him. them. Yeah, I'm sure they'll like <laughs> to hear that from you. That just what we, we yeah. just what we need. Someone to upset the opposition early yeah. in the piece. Why is that hooker in a fucking hazmat? Yeah. Yeah. Freddie's so, good at upsetting people, but so that's really the go. Yeah, there's a few side, there's a few extra sides in that which I haven't heard of yet, but it's going to be a good tournament. So get out there. There's a, all these things with a plug-in. It's a nice prelude to the season. So ninth tournament's always great. Trials, it's good to see some blokes that you've never seen play before. Some of these young blokes get their opportunity. The NRL nines, hopefully, that's what I'm hoping. There's a lot of young guys out there and a couple of sides that blokes just having a go and they can roll on a bit and play a bit of finals football. And you get to see all the teams play. It'll be on KO, Fox Sport. Starts Friday night, which is interesting, but being over there in Perth, with the time difference, that gives everyone plenty of time to get home to watch it. Yeah, sweet. So, all right, let's wrap this sweat fest up, bro. I think we've all yeah, lost five kilos. Yeah, it's fucking hot. <laughs> Footy's coming, everyone. Get excited. Get around it. Uh, a few. Uh, there's a few bad things happening in the game. There's a young fellow from the Sharks who <laughs> just got put in the top 30 and then they found out he's got brain cancer oh, yeah. so like so things like that so yeah they're not, not yeah so he's 20 years old a young kid things like that don't take shit for granted it's a new year we all talk about trying to change this trying to change that if you're not is happy his kid, with, is his kid going to be under sorted or no oh, he had to retire straight away they, they're not so. sure they're still like testing yeah so they're testing yeah so he's he, same sort of thing how it was getting continual headaches and then went to the dock and unfortunately got the bad news. So we all put stuff off in life. We all talk about, I want to change this, I want to change that. Sometimes you just got to wake up and have a crack. Do your best. Footy's here. Appreciate what you got because we all get, you know, we all start getting down in the dumps and start thinking we're the worst, pe you know, we're in the worst position in the world when we're not. Sometimes you just need to have a bit of a good hard look at yourself. Always remember, don't be a mercenary. Stay loyal to your team. Stay loyal to your family. And we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Don't forget to get on Velocity All-Stars Facebook page and give it a like. Thank you. Thanks, boys. Cheers. Cheers.